to the show down here know we play a lot of Mark Evans tracks some of the tracks that we've been playing over the years are giving me joy reach out for love the way you love me and of course his brand new track sincerity we recently had a chance to talk to Mark to talk about his brand new album the way you love me it's with DJ Spen and the mother funkers of course Mark is from Baltimore we recently caught up with him and asked him how did he get so soulful uh, yeah, um, both of my parents are musicians, so would, um, as a child I would follow them where you know, they'd take me to, to rehearsals and I'd sit around with the live band doing the kid playing with other kids from the band and listening to good music. So that's kind of, I grew, I grew up around and, and in the presence of good music. So at what age did you discover you had such an amazing voice? The Essential House. Um, in, in high school, I mean, like, you know, I, I, as a kid, like, you know, you kind of did, did all the cool things that kids did. Like, it was boy bands, and I was in a rap group back in the 80s as a, as a teenager. And I, in the hallways at high school, some buddies and I, we'd sing all the the boy band or doo-wop songs from the 80s. And uh, somewhere toward the end of my, my, my high school years, I sang in one of the senior holiday things. It was a holiday... Uh, was it um, year-end holiday performance in like the H class to the performance, and I sang a lead. And my the the director of the, the the choir and the music director from the school was like, "Man, you were here all this time. We never knew you could sing." And like, I didn't know I could sing either. It's kind of kind of funny. I kind of just fell into music um, right to, right toward the towards the end of high school and beginning of college. Ask me, Angel. One of the questions that everybody's been dying to ask you is, who actually influences your music? Who makes you so soulful? Who set the bar for you? Wow, who set the bar for me? Um, um, Stevie Wonder, without a doubt. Um, Marvin Gaye, Donny Hathaway, um, Nat King Cole. Um, as, as At 12, my, my favorite albums, my favorite five albums as a 12-year-old kid were like Michael Jackson's Off the Wall, Billy Joel's 52nd Street, The Best of Nat King Cole, The Best of the Platters, and um, of course, Stevie Wonder's Hotter Than July was really big then. So a lot of soul, um, some pop and rock stuff. Like, you know, that, I'm, I'm definitely a kid of the 80s. So the 80s and the 90s is what really, really, when, really when music was really big for me. The Essential House. What was it like the first time you came over to the UK? The first time you actually performed over in the UK? My first time in the UK, it was um, it was the fall of 05. And I'm um, giving, you know, I'm the... Uh, I've, I've, I've had a band for 15 years, you know, back in the States. And what it was is, you know, in, in clubs, I'd have my, my independent little CDs. And people, 30, 40 people singing my songs was, was pretty cool. I thought to have people in the bar or the club singing songs that I wrote. My first time overseas, um, The Way You Love Me had been a big hit for about maybe a year at that point. And I step onto the stage at, at, South, at the Southport Soul Week, Weekender. And I'm on a, in front of a room full of like five or six thousand people, and they're singing the words of the song that I wrote. I've never been here before, and like you know, it was just it was, it was like it was an incredible moment. Like all this 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 rush goes through you, like wow, these people who who don't know me are singing the words that I wrote to a song. Like you know, it, it was incredible. It was really it was really really a, a high for me. Across the globe on the internet, Anthony Angel live and direct, live and direct, live and direct, live and direct. One of the biggest tracks that was out was giving me joy can you tell me a little bit more about that track well um in starting the project with um with spin and and the mother funkers and and defected and code red like um i had just ended uh, i was coming out of a marriage you know separation and divorce and um you know the second track i don't want you anymore that i did um right before the album happened um, was you know kind of the kind of that, that releasing part, the cleansing part. 
But um, we, we, we were trying to, um, to do another another love song, something beautiful. I'm, I definitely, I'm, I'm totally a hopeless romantic, and I was remembering the feeling of like you know, of love. I wasn't actually in it at the moment, but I definitely remembered it and I missed it. So it was one of those things where like you know, it was the song of hope for me. Definitely <laughs> remembering how good it felt to be loved. So with it being such a big track, has it actually changed your life in any way? Um, immensely. I never thought that um, I'd really, I, you know, um, a few years, few years ago, I'd kind of given up on the hopes of being with a, with a, a record label. I thought I'd be an independent artist and you know just play, you know, play locally at bars and pubs. But um, a song I'd written with some great producers became a big hit overseas, and I'd never traveled internationally before for music. I mean, barely at all. Um, but um, this 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 song um, changed my life. It, it literally certified me um, as an artist. It was um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the first of many great songs, but definitely it was my first real song on the books. Certified, I am definitely a a, a singer songwriter, and it's recognized. And the song is just um, giving me this huge opportunity. So I feel so so blessed to have, uh, have written it and been inspired by, by the guys I was working with to do it. The Essential House. DJ Spen is, of course, one of the biggest house producers and one of the best DJs, in my opinion, anyway, in the world. Everything he touches seems to work so well. How did you end up meeting up with DJ Spen and the Motherfunkers? Well, if the Motherfunkers, um, the Motherfunkers are obviously DJ Spen, um, Gary Dean, Gary Hudgens, um, and Irvin Madden. Irvin Madden is the bass player. He plays bass and guitar and some percussions um, as a part of the Motherfunkers. But he's my he's from my original band. I've known Irvin about 16 years and he was the bass player when I started doing music in Baltimore what happened was Irv, Irv worked with Basin Boys and Spin the guys years ago and then when they broke off to do their own label with Code Red Irv invited me in to do some session work I was just doing background for um, for Byron Stingley and a few other projects and um, I was like hey guys let me write something for you I'd love to, to, to offer something to what's happening here I think I'm a pretty good writer and I wanted to, to share that and show that so they gave me the, the track for um, The Way You Love Me and it kind of history from there like you know one thing led to another and here we are three years later major album major release um, and headed for you know for, for bigger things definitely Whilst we're working with DJ Spen and the Motherfunkers did you actually learn much about the album about working with other artists oh definitely, definitely. A, a labor of love man it was um, a growing experience I'd never and ironically, I, I I wasn't really a big fan of my voice initially because I was so used to doing covers, and for, you know, even though I'd been a writer for a long time, I'd had I'd never recorded so much of my own self or my own my own songs, my writings, and it was during this process that I learned a lot about um, definitely partnerships and building relationships, um, having to share and, and, and give and, and willingly. Once you learn the, the benefits of like you know of teamwork and, and strength in numbers, um, I learned that in this process. So. Um, um, to, to, to open my open my mind and not just hear the song the way that I heard it, and and it's, this this whole thing we all we all had this this big investment of our hearts, our, our souls, um, our music obviously, um, and we got to all put our parts in and you know and the good thing about Spin is that Spin takes all the pieces that we put together and and brings the best parts of them out like you know he'll say okay this is good this is good he knows how to how to sweeten the whole package the, the, he's like the cook and we, we we give him the ingredients and he just takes it all and puts it together and blends this incredible recipe. And we had this great dish, this dish being a great album. So, yeah, um, great, great opportunity to learn to be a team player and and build definitely. 
Across the globe. On the internet. Anthony Angel. Live and direct. Live and direct. Live and direct. Live and direct. Most of your tracks do have a really big gospel feel to them. Are you actually influenced by gospel or do you have a gospel background at all? Um, uh, in, in college, I went to Morgan State University, and I was a chemistry pre-med major there, ironically. Um, after my second year, um, one of the guys in my dorm sang on the, on the school's choir. It was, it was a, a, an internationally known um, gospel choir. Um, so that I spent time, I joined the choir that, that same year. And was you know, a lot, I, I, and of course, I grew up in church. My my parents, I was raised Christian, so there's a lot of time in, in in churches. But my my biggest exposure to gospel music was as a member of that choir for like six or seven years. I sang with the choir um, locally, internationally. Um, but it was um, gospel, it was Negro spirituals, it was classical. I got to be a part of a huge, huge ensemble and really get exposed to and learn. That's my most formal training. I've had voice training and, and music training here on the side, but that was a huge part of it. So being a part of a gospel choir, definitely. And it was that's also the same time that I fell in love with house music. It was early 90s, so house music was huge for me in college because it was just so spiritual and so uplifting. And ironically, I started in it probably, I don't know, 15 years ago doing some local writing and then kind of came back around to it. It's so funny that it started there with me. As a writer, it started for me in house music and I've come back home to it now. It's, um, now I'm seasoned and ready to give it, give it everything I have. The Essential House. If you listen closely to a lot of your songs, there's a lot of songs, a lot of lyrics about joy and pain. Is this intentional? Uh, honestly, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what it is is um, songs... That, that typically move you And I call all music soul music Because if, if, if a song moves you in one way or another If it speaks to your soul I, I think that's all the purpose of it There are different genres and, and, and interpretations of it But life experiences um, Songs which people can relate These are I, I write songs from my personal experience Or those who are very close to me So these are um, real life My emotions or emotions that, I, that I've seen And been a part of or witnessed to Most of it's my, my, my stories Or my, my interpretation and understanding of it but I mean, if you if you don't, I don't I don't think I can write a song. I mean, I, I could write a song on demand. I've, I've trained myself as a writer to be able to write on demand. But the best songs are the ones that really cut, that write themselves, that come from your heart or from your spirit. So um, if you don't really feel it, it's like it's 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 kind of like mainstream music is. You know? it, it, it's a lot of a lot of good stuff on the radio that sounds good but doesn't have the the same kind of depth to it. So if you don't really feel it, doesn't move you. Um, it's not the same. So yeah, feeling is a big part of it. And finally, what are you up to at the moment? Obviously, you've got the new album on the way. Can you tell exactly what you're going to be doing over the next few months? Well, um, we actually, well, the good thing is, like, this album releases <laughs> um, September 15th, and we are working right now on our live performance. We're putting together the songs for a CD release right here in Baltimore that'll happen um, in a, just a few weeks, within a month or so. Um, and then, of course, we will do our, our debut overseas at, at this fall's Southport Soul Weekender. So the motherfunkers, Spin, myself, and the crew will get together and bring you an incredible performance. I'm excited about that. And then, of course, past that, we actually, um, I'm signed to the motherfunkers for two more albums. Um, you know, we're looking forward to working with Defected more in the future. So those albums are early stages of, of, of new, new music. But the focus right now is The Way You Love Me. We're bringing this to you um, really, really soon. I'm excited about it. So uh, I look forward to seeing you guys at the performances, at, at the CD releases, at Southport, and wherever in the world you want to have us. We'd love to be there. <laughs> the Essential House.